Welcome back to the Harps Collective. Before we get on with the show, I'm excited to say we are sponsored by Denver Data Web, who reached out and wanted to be a part of this show. If you're an entrepreneur who is struggling to grow your venture to the next level, your business, your brand, you have a vision, but you don't have that marketing plan to gain traction with your customers or followers, you should reach out to Denver Data Web. There are some marketing firms that provide a la carte services or one size fits all, but Denver Data Web is a full-service digital marketing and web dev agency focused on creating custom solutions to meet your needs. Even if you're just getting started, grassroots, out of your basement, they're there to make it happen and get you on your entrepreneurial journey. Their local team thoroughly analyzes your business's goals, market customers, and develops a strategy with you to get started on building an audience and loyal customers for life. Visit denverdata.com today for the guidance you need to make your goals a reality. And thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Now let's get back to the Harps Collective. Hey, what's up? My name is Thomas Harple. I'm an entrepreneur and artist musician from Denver, Colorado. I'm excited to bring you the Harps Collective. This is my collection of wisdom I've gathered from other people, stories I've heard from crazy folks, ideas, bits, bobs, hidden gems, from cool people in all walks of life, a place for me to explore and talk to myself in a socially acceptable manner with no agenda or niche or anything like that. It's a world of curiosity. I hope you'll come with me. Let's do it. Welcome, good evening. It's good to have you here. Welcome back to the Harps Collective, and more specifically, back to Grounded with the Front Range Fellas. It has been some time, but it is my pleasure to welcome to the table tonight Sam Miller and Tim Gherkin, my good friends, for a little bit of chatting, talking, catching up about Denver, COVID this past year, and everything in between. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing great, Thomas. Feels good to be back. Oh, it has been. What's some it been? Time. When oh, were you last together been, here uh, with the Front was, Range it was, fellas? Uh, it was end of February. Yeah, uh, right, right before, before it went all right went before down. it all went to shit. What an interesting fourteen months to skip and not do an episode. Yeah, we have a lot of content though. We, we got a lot, a lot to cover. How is your mental and physical health? It's better now. Uh-huh. It was a lot of ups and downs, filled with sporadic puzzles. You did puzzles. High quantities break. of alcohol oh, yeah. intake. Uh-huh. Time at home. Too much time at home. Yeah. Some Halo. Played a Halo. Yeah. I, we went back to our roots, I would say. Yeah. A I lot. got so bored that I did a uh, episode in my bathtub on yeah. a talk show. What inspired that? I just knew I had to take a bath at that time in the evening, and also I wanted to do a Instagram live for the first time. Yeah. And... It, it was the fourth week of being at home, and so I was so tremendously bored at that point from yeah. everything. that I was starting to lose my mind a little bit. Hadn't been out much, maybe in the front yard, backyard, grocery store, and I just said, you know, I don't care. I'm not going to see any of these people ever again. You thought it you was know, over. We're headed, yeah, we're headed down, and Jeez. I'd like to go live just from my bathtub to say one final word, you know? Well... Did you have do you have bubbles in the bath or I did yeah okay, I actually so had covered up uh, extreme allergic reaction to the bubble bath that I yeah. bought at Walmart I spent over a hundred dollars at Walmart buying these bath materials yeah 
uh, bubble bath suds. I bought a few rubber duckies. I bought Epsom salts. Okay. I had foam letters and little toy puppets boat. and a your skin probably felt pretty good after the soak. Well, I put I put that child child suds in the tub and got I used too much of the concentrate and I had a hives all over the right yeah. side of my face and back. Yeah, that night. Those are usually ages three and down. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no. Your body's really taking a toll this year. Yeah, I was twenty-five years over the age limit, but that was my sort of. I would say, do you guys have a lowest moment from this past year that you'd like to share? Oh boy, well, gets real dark real fast down here. Yeah, you know, we came in upbeat. Now we just wind it real down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think that was probably one of my darkest moments. Just realizing that I should say goodbye from the bath. I would suppose uh, saying within a week of me getting my first airline job, seeing an airport with zero people other than myself in it was highly discouraging for my future, my career choices, my <laughs> industry selection as a whole. Yeah, that's tough industry. For all context, Sam is a pilot, private airplanes, and so just had just gotten started, fresh, bushy eyed. Yeah, you right? know. Wearing the pressed white shirt, oh, thought yeah. I knew what I was doing. School pack lunch. Walked in there hoping to cut the security line because I had a fancy badge. And I don't think there was one TSA worker in the airport. Oh, that's just depressing. You know, you ever oh. been in DIA when it's empty? Yeah. It's, it's a real hollow place. It's strange, you man. Know, the artwork gets to you. Auntie Anne's is closed. No pretzels. Pike's Peak, East Economy lots are I, empty. Einstein's? Oh, it's got to be know, weird. You get there early. Yeah, it's just. Very weird, hey. It's very weird, but yeah, we're, we're, we're coming out of it now. Living in strange times. Yes, yeah. we are. How about you, Tim? I, you've had, a, I would call it the trifecta of year. I, I don't know if you wouldn't mind elaborating on some of the misfortunes. Yeah, those of you that listen to, you know, pop country in your <laughs> high school days, just take one of those songs and wrap it up to about a month, what do you, well, maybe even a three-week time frame, and you got Tim's uh, 2021, right? Tim's, yeah, he sums it up right there. Sad country song, you know. That's right. Dog gone, truck gone, girl gone. Oh, you've lost your dog, yeah. truck, and girl in, in a short span of time. You are the definition of a COVID meltdown. Yeah, I thought you were coming out of COVID, and then, you know, you go, you go right back into yeah. the dark hole. You're looking good, though. I appreciate yeah. you know that hot works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, infrared sauna. Yeah, I'm sorry you lost your dog and everything. That was that yeah, was it was rough, it was tough. Yeah, getting yeah missing for three weeks. Got out of the parents' backyard, and then yeah looked for him every day. Put up posters, the whole nine yards, mm-hmm. shelters. Got scammed a couple times. Yeah, t- oh. scam was unbelievable. Oh yeah, got yeah text from a guy saying he his friend had my dog. Thought I was getting them back. Elaborate three hours of texting, pictures. So they took photos, somehow manufactured photos or something. Yeah, Photoshop. Wow. Was it actually God. him? Yeah, it was actually him. And then they took a couple that couldn't quite make it out. Oh. And gave you an address to drive to. Gave me to an address. Money. Said they were going to hold them for ransom, if not. And that's when I kind of knew. They threatened to kill him. Threatened to kill him. That's just tie him up, leave him in a park. When you think you've seen it all, folks. Yeah, yeah. some some yeah some some bad people out there. Yeah. But, Sickos, eh? you know. Yeah, their their life's pretty sad if they gotta they gotta tug on the heart of a boy missing his dog. No yeah. question. Well, you're you're doing. Do you have any lyrics or poetry you'd like to share with us after all of this? Uh, written some stuff down. Yeah, Luke Bryan's kind of oh, writing, yep. writing the melody for me. How about me, that but... rhyme? That rhyme that you came up with the the lyric. Yeah. 
Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I know it's on the tip of the tongue. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> well, yeah, I know you're a poet, really. A poet. No, you no. said it before. Did a little writing, but not much. Okay. But yeah, hmm. the, uh, the candle I bought you lasted longer than we did. But somehow, you still broke this old kid. Oh, boy. Yeah, Let me just take man. a sip of my tea. Yeah, 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 give me, uh, yeah go ahead, take a sip of yours, yeah, too. Needs, needs Jocko some, discipline. Yeah, some some whiskey, real energy. You know, some whiskey, yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that sucked, huh? Yeah, yeah. went down. Yeah. Uh, it's good to yeah. be over that one. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, springtime, weather's warming up, ready to get back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> how about you, Tom? What's your lowest point? Well, I think my lowest point was sitting in that uh, bathtub because it was four and a half feet long, and I'm closer to six feet. Did uh, you cramping up a little bit? Yeah, I did. I got a hip cramps and knee cramps, and Is this uh, before or after the leg. Uh, oh, this was well before. This is right in the beginning of the beginning of COVID. I think, yeah, I guess really my lowest point was, was snapping say. my lower limb in half, <laughs> playing yeah. soccer in the, the later latter part of the year. I I was playing one on or soccer indoors and had a one on one situation with the goalie where we were both chasing a ball, and it kind of had a head on collision. The goalie had slid though, and I was kicking the ball, and my shin kind of bone to bone collided with his knee and and just split my shin clean in half. I kind of flew through the air over him and my, apparently my leg looked like a dead fish as I was flying through the air. My foot was pointing in all numbers of the clock, essentially. You don't remember any of this because you were in shock. I landed. So I landed and I remember this weird separation. I was kind of like a woozy for a second. And I remember hearing some screaming and I was like, who is doing that screaming? And then I was like, oh, that's me. I didn't yeah. realize it for a second. Then I realized, oh, okay, I guess my body's screaming now. And then I heard other people screaming. And I was like, well, why are they screaming? And then I felt, I, I kind of like, you know, could feel my toes were pointing up when I was, or to the side a bit when I was on the ground facing down, right? Yeah. So, and I lifted my leg and I felt just the the lower part kind of droop like uh, a dead Not something fish. you want to see. No, no. Or and feel. I, <laughs> or feel. So I didn't know... Until there was broke. I put my hand there finally, and that's when I was like, "Oh, I just snapped my leg clean." It was sticking out. Yeah, the bone was sticking out the front of the shin, but I couldn't really tell because the sock was over it. But there was about a one inch hole, is what they said from the tibia just poking out. And the right? goalie just fine. He was yeah, he was scuffed up, you know, but he felt bad. He he took his he was like kind of rubbing my head, you know, <laughs> scratching my head because he felt real bad. A man at a loss <laughs> of what to do in a situation like that. Yeah, just went for the soft scratch behind the ears. I gotta say, it helped me calm down. In addition to this, uh, did you get the ball passed? And those, you know, this, uh, do you remember where the ball? Ended uh, up? No, well, no. I the ball kind of squirted out. I had tried to kind of trying to burn it under mm-hmm. him, you know, like yeah. try to get that powerful kick so that it kind of maybe just flew under his arm or something, but it was just a nasty, nasty collision. And, you know, in retrospect, I should have probably pulled up. He was just faster than I thought. And it was just a 50-50 ball. And so, yeah, I was just laying there on the ground. And then after about 30 seconds, I realized it was broken. Kind of, you finally come to your senses a bit, stop the noise, and you kind of just go into a shock or what felt like a relaxed state. Honestly, it was really odd. Yeah, the leg just- No, the leg Did you hear the music? music of like heaven or yeah the angels no you know, no i death. wasn't uh no but i was what are you on talking the, about <laughs> I, was on the, I was on the ground staring at the wall and i remember reading on an advertisement on the wall that says dr Catherine logan chief orthopedist at health one. Oh, and i remember thinking 
I am headed in that direction right now. <laughs> Is that good? Would you like to talk about your care? Well, yeah. So then the paramedics came up to me and immediately, well, first they blew the vein, right? So I knew I was going to get injected with something. So they, they're like, hold out your arm. And I'm joking at this point. I'm, I'm like in, you know, good spirits, even though my legs in two pieces, I just called my brother and I was like, Hey, Michael, I'm, uh, I'm not feeling well. I got a small problem. I just split my leg in half and I need to go to the hospital. And he just, he just couldn't believe, you know, the call. So then anyway, the paramedics show up and they're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and inject you with, and I'm just like cheerful. I'm like, how you doing guys? Good to see you. <laughs> and I had tried to get up, but that didn't work at all. So they came and they put the needle in, but they actually blew the vein on my left arm. So within eight seconds, there was a bump on my left arm, the size of three grapes. I mean, it was, oh. it was huge. And so I'm like, I'm like, great. Really appreciate that. Thank you for uh, starting things off well. And so then they took the other arm, injected it with a uh, fentanyl, heavy dose of fentanyl oh, right oh, away. Yeah. That's a yeah. wrap. Yeah. And I was just relaxed from that point forward. Then you saw the angels. I saw a few things. Yeah. And heard and felt, I definitely felt held by angels on fentanyl. I can't oh, wow. recommend it enough in that situation only. Yeah. Good. But yeah, um, let's clarify that <laughs> as we face a national issue of fentanyl abuse. Yeah. I, what I mean is if you have a limb that is in half, fentanyl is the answer. Okay. Right. So then I get, we get in the stretch everything and I try to drink some water and they're like, no, uh, you're going straight into surgery. And so I get in the ambulance and the guy in there is just a total bro. Yeah. I don't know who they're letting become EMTs these days. It's kind of the trendy <laughs> job to do now. It's I like think. a frat job it's now. It's like you either work at a coffee shop or a brewery or you become an EMT. You become an EMT. They'll have very fresh haircuts every time you see yeah. them. Yeah. This good guy. Looking, good looking guys usually. This guy you know. in the, the ambulance. new firefighter, some would say. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he looked at me and he was like, hey, man, good to have you in here. He's like, I did a similar thing in rugby when I was younger. Oh, jeez. And he's <laughs> like, I, I went to school just down the street at a Ponderosa High School. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, it hurts a lot. And he's like, how's that fentanyl feeling? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And he was like, yeah, do you want some ketamine? And he's like, I'm the candy man. That's what he that's said. That's what he wow. said. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, well, that sounds great. You know, I don't really want to trip balls in this ambulance <laughs> right now in some of the worst like, pain of my life. Yeah, no, thank you, Willy Wonka. In, in retrospect, yeah. though, I do wish that I had taken it because I think that you look at the videos, especially medical people, ketamine makes you very happy, tripping, hallucinating. I mean, it it, it would have been pretty fun, I think. Yeah. But in, in at that time, I felt like, okay, I'm, on, I'm in control of the pain. I feel good. The fentanyl is working really well. I don't really want other drugs right now. I feel good. Just keep it going. Like my, my legs in two, but we're going to make it. So I get to the hospital and the ambulance doors open and I look to the left and the first thing I see is my mother and she just got her oh phone boy. out. She's just filming and she's like, wave hi, Thomas, as I'm being- <laughs> You're <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah. As the stretcher's coming out of the, the ambulance, you know, she's just making sure to capture it all. And what she's was like Bill zooming doing? in with her other fingers. My dad's just, uh, you know, kind of waving in concern. I mean, you know, I-, I <laughs> <laughs> and my brother's just standing there, you know, with his hands in his pockets. Shout out to Bill Harple for having a calm demeanor in the face of chaos all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He yeah. kept Nothing it, can phase him. Calm. No. You know what's crazy no. is, so I went in the COVID entrance of the hospital. Yeah. And apparently in the time that I was in there, like this was when things were peaking again in November, there were 12 people with COVID that walked by 
my parents and brother, right? Just hacking, hacking up. (laughs) 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 And one of them dropped a purse. Yeah. And my friend Katie was walking over to go get it from the, the COVID person. And my dad was like, no, don't touch that. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. I mean, the stories from just the chaos of, because I was in the emergency room right. after that and to watch the COVID, I'm not joking, every four to six minutes, somebody would come in, you know, two, three, 400 pounds thick yeah. straight up to that emergency room counter. And this, the lady asked the same question. What seems to be the problem? <laughs> and you, I mean, the guy is like, <laughs> my chest hurts. Oh, and uh, there was this another, is when you got COVID, right? Yeah. So I, so, so I, I came to the ER. First thing they do is do a COVID test. Yeah. And I come back positive immediately. Right. Right. And I'm laying there with a bad leg and they're like, what the hell is going on with this guy? Yeah. And I was like, well, I had COVID weeks ago, but it, you know, I guess it's probably still in my system, even though I was cleared by my doctor to play. And they were like, oh, yeah, you still got COVID, man. You are positive. Oh, boy. And they were like, you're going straight to isolation after your surgery. Oh. And I was like, oh, cool. That'll be fun. But uh, Then you got the ketamine. No, I didn't get the ketamine. <laughs> so I go in the ER, right? And they're like, all right, well, the first thing we're going to have to do is clean the wound out because you have a bunch of turf pellets in your wound. Oh. And they're like, so they cut off. They just take scissors, slice off the shoe like it's nothing. Yeah. Like it's a freaking piece of paper right slice off the sock and they're going to work on the wound so then they're like all right well we're gonna you have a broken they do the x-rays your your tibia is shattered in the shin yep. your fibia is snapped in half tibia there's fragments all over your shin on the inside it wasn't just like a clean cut it was like something almost like blew up in the shin you could see it on the x-ray bowling ball to the leg yeah, yeah. It, it just looked terrible so then they they were like all right well we're gonna do traction and I was like, what's that? Where they pull it, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. they brought four nurses into the room, and they were like, are you going to want to be sedated for this? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel fine now. Let's just give it a go. I don't really want any more drugs. You know, I was just kind of getting paranoid. I was yeah. like, I feel stable. Let's just go. Let's just, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I've already been through the impact. Just start pulling, and we'll see how it goes. Right. And I'll yell out if there's any problem. Well, I didn't realize this, but when you do traction, it basically shocks the nervous system so intensely that it goes straight to your spinal cord. So they, I had three nurses yanking on my ankle and I mean, pulling on my ankle, like pulling me down the bed and one nurse and my friend holding me down because my spinal cord was going, I was twitching in the bed. No, I, I couldn't control it. I wasn't, I wasn't like, screaming or anything but i was just like writhing would be the best way to say it like it was such a intense amount of pain from the leg that at that point you're not even like screaming you're kind of just like in shock in a sense you didn't pass out no didn't pass out no no i made it yeah i was fine i mean they were just like yeah you're doing great i remember yelling at one nurse though i wasn't in good spirits but not yelling. I was just, there was one time where she yanked extra hard and I was like, please don't do that. I was again. like, you can pull, do not <laughs> yank like that though. There's no reason for that. Nobody taught you that. Yeah. So I kept it mostly under composure, but, and then at that point the doctor came in and introduced himself and said, which leg is it? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this guy's a funny guy. That's a good he? old doctor joke. Uh, right, right. Yep. So he came in and, you know, we, we, 
went straight into surgery after that. And I wow. woke up with a big metal rod from my knee to ankle. Yeah. And, and it's uh, in there for good. It's in there for good. Yeah, Man. it's in there for good. And I had three days in the hospital. Is that going to give you some TSA issues? No, I made it through once already. Didn't even oh, get... Oh, boy, uh, that's encouraging. Yeah, I think it's a... Well, Look it's an $8,000 <laughs> rod. I looked at the itemized hospital bill because I like those things. And You do. The hospital bill was $131,000. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Good insurance. I think they gave me a discount. Yeah, yeah. And the rod itself. The Shout actual, out to Cigna. <laughs> Cigna PPO. <laughs> <laughs> good on them, eh? The piece of metal is worth $8,000 that's in the leg. So my net worth actually went way up for a brief moment there when I got the medal. And now then that is an entrepreneur talking there. As did your life insurance, though. Uh, yes, and then my net worth plummeted once the bills were processed 60 yes. days later. Okay. But well. I do walk. Yeah, I do have. It's a re, It's an engineered titanium. It's a very lightweight. You know, it's about almost as wide as your pinky. It's not small. That's pretty so big. So I have a reinforced shin. Yeah, it goes down straight through. Fascinating surgery. They slice your knee open, find the top of the tibia, drill with a they put shove a guide wire down the middle of your bone all the way down your leg right through the gap where the tibia is broken through the second bone down to your ankle right so then once the guide wire is there then they bring in the nail and it's literally a nail that's like 18 inches long and they line it up in the guide wire and they bring a medical hammer which is just a hammer yes and they slam the nail down your leg your leg's sort of at an angle propped up crucifixion and they just like a railroad tie bang it down dude <laughs> they bang it down through both pieces and they use like x-ray imaging to screw go straight in screwdriver you know or a drill i imagine i think they used a makita or a you know a milwaukee still. yeah um, oh, i was a still i think it was a sure. number eight bit dewalt dewalt yeah, maybe phillips head too it was not a mm. milwaukee <laughs> that's one of the sections in home depot you walk right by yeah you're right it was probably it was like DeWalt. ryobi dewalt's a damn good brand yeah it's a good brand good colors too yeah 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 black and white yeah very attractive yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just got one anyway so they had the hardware in and uh, yeah i spent three days in the hospital was in complete isolation i was on heavy dilaudid which is a uh, morphine essentially the same thing yeah very powerful stuff i mean i was in so introspective self-dosing where i don't they know just if anybody you, you guys thing and you hit hit yourself no i wish they didn't give me a drip they're very they're very strict about what they give out yeah because you end now. up with guys like the candy man yeah. in the back of the ambulance you get the candy man guys do you have a button <laughs> you didn't have a button no no i had to ask for it i had to beg Bag. And night one, slept for about 37 Did minutes. Did they do the pain one. level chart, one through 10, with the faces, and you pick uh, which face you are? No face. No, it was all verbal. Oh. Yeah, all verbal. She yeah. came in, they came in, and they just they just poke you, man. They poke you with blood thinner, and they poke you in the arm with all the stuff. They give you the IV. You do the shots. I mean, that first night, I don't know if you guys have ever had surgery or stayed in a hospital, but it, it's constant activity from the nurses. Yep. Yeah, I've never never slept in a hospital. You know what my feeling was? This is a funny thing, too, and I remember thinking this and saying this would be good for just a podcast or if anybody else has felt this way, but if you ever sleep in a hospital... Do a podcast? No, no, don't do a podcast. <laughs> oh. what I, what, this is just a funny feeling. Okay. Is when you're sitting in the bed, it's like being in the pit for a concert and you can hear all this commotion going on outside. And you're just waiting forever in the bed. Every They're always late. The whole crew of nurses, they say they'll be here at 11, and it's like 11.37 at night. And you're like, 
dude, what is going on? And that's no different than at a concert. And then you're waiting and you just hear all this commotion and you're just so excited, right, for them to come in. And then just bang, the door opens and five of them just roll Pouring. in. And you're just so pumped. You're just sitting there cheering. Being like, yes, yeah, that's, that's food a good is here. Well, and yeah. isolation. And more opioids. How was the food? It was actually damn good. You were at Sky Ridge Medical yeah, Center. Sky Ridge. Shout out, Ridgegate, <laughs> I-25. Good Down facility. in the kitchen, man. Yeah. Damn good kitchen, yeah. An unlimited menu, all you can eat. I actually asked the nurse if I could stay there two extra nights. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I figured, well, my deductible and out-of-pocket is blown out anyway. Yeah, you might um, as well get everything out of it. Yeah. The issue was I had just played soccer, so I was in my own filth, essentially, sweat the, the turf pellets, which I just started counting. And, and you couldn't shower. Out. Couldn't shower Why for didn't you ask for six a, days. A nurse bath. I did. So at the end of night one, I was so fed up and itchy, and my bed was essentially <laughs> just damp from perspiration. Yeah. That I I said, ma'am, would you mind going downstairs and bringing back at least three boxes of baby wipes? Yeah. Preferably with you know Clorox or something strong that I can use on my body. You couldn't take a bath. You can't use anything. No, no, you can't. I mean, you have sutures on and staples and that kind of thing. So she she brought back a box, and I, I, I spent 30 minutes wiping every square inch of my body in that bed, just powering through this box. That's a time for a lot of self-reflection there. Yeah. And yeah. I second night, I was losing it, too. And I was like, I got I to gotta start moving. I had yeah. been in the bed for you know two and a half days straight. That's Why well, don't they want you to move so you don't get the blood clots? Well, that's true. I've yeah. been moving my legs. But I said, I'm getting up, and I'm walking to that toilet. And the nurse, she was like, well, you're not supposed to do that till PT comes back. And I said, I don't care. I'm getting up, <laughs> and I'm going to the toilet. And you better catch me if I fall. <laughs> so she, I get up on the edge of the bed, right? And I have this huge boot on, and the blood rushes are insane, right? Like I'm getting dizzy. Yeah. And then they bring me this walker with the tennis balls oh, on the, the bus. Oh, yeah. So I'm already like, this is so demoralizing. My <laughs> robe is falling off my front. My butt is hanging out. Oh. I'm like, all right, Becky. This is between me and you. You're going to help me get to that toilet. <laughs> Actually, I just said, what? you know, look, I'm getting up, and I, I want to walk on my own with this walker. Yeah. She's older, younger nurse? She was uh, She was like a little, yeah, probably 35, 40. She was cool. She was awesome, right? She was just laughing. You know, I was just determined. I was in a good mood, but I was like, look, I, I really got to make it to the mirror at least to just wash my face. Yeah. I just want to see myself. And you, yeah, a lot of fentanyl. You need to. Yeah, I was just. I look like a like a meth addict yeah. when I look back at the videos. It just look. I look deranged, and so I was like, I just want to wash my hair in the sink or something, you know. So I walk up, get on the walker, and I'm moving one half inch at a time on that thing. Right, yep. I can barely stand up, but she's. We're excited. I'm standing up. It, it was a huge mental hurdle, and she helped me get to the the toilet, and I said. I'm going to be about 10 minutes in here just while I think about my life. <laughs> this is late, like past midnight. Right? And so made it back. Was that, was that bottom or was that coming that was, out? Uh, rock bottom, you mean? Or Yeah. Uh, well, no, that was, that was the first step toward healing. Yeah, I would say rock bottom was that first night post-surgery sleeping for 30 minutes the whole night and just being the most like hallucinating in the morning. The pain post-surgery Post any surgery, the pain is terrible in the first 24, 48 hours. Right. When that, because I woke up after surgery and I was like, oh, I feel so good. You know, I woke up in this room and it was yellow and I was just so relaxed. Right. And, you know, and then, and then all that stuff wears off. Oh, boy. You Ugh. know, yeah. And that, that stuff is just, 
oof, that pain was unbelievable. So that was the lowest point. But yeah, got out of the hospital, out of the COVID COVID unit. Yeah. Went home and, you know, started Yeah, rehabbing. you handled it well. You recovered fast. Yeah, four months and change. Now and you I'm, got the yeah. strongest yeah. shin in all of got Colorado. Got reinforced shin, ready to yeah. go Went back. to Costa Rica on it. Went to Costa Rica and walked. I, yeah, if I had to do, we'll go highs next. My high was uh, being down in the jungle in Costa Rica and walking around and, and, you know, and kind of driving around the country, getting way outside of the tourist areas down closer to Panama and such. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just being able to walk, you know, two months after less than two months, you know, your weight bearing, you have that full rod, your doctor's like, you know, whatever you can handle for walking. And I, I did a 15 mile and a 12 mile hike back to back in Costa Rica on an overnight. And that was really tough. Yeah. You know, I was pretty trashed by my leg after that. I came back and I was in made a few mistakes there physical therapist wasn't to too no wasn't he too was thrilled. very happy yeah in fact i left one and went to a new one <laughs> so i was like i need an upgrade yeah i need a i need a guy that's like 220 pounds that's gonna you know grab that thing and rub it and get it back i had, had an oh, old, yeah. old lady the physical therapist she was cool but you need somebody that can really get in there and kind of just move you around yeah. deep tissue deep tissue are you back activation. to 100% now? No, no, I'm not, but I'm moving around. I'm moving around. I'm jogging. I'm cutting, you know, trying to get back into athletic shape. And, yeah. you know, it's good. It's, you know, most people, I had staph infections, so that caused quite a bit of a delay. Yeah. You know, a few weeks after my surgery, I looked down, and there's this bright orange fluid just dripping down my leg. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really look good. No. So, antibiotics. Yeah, heavy antibiotics for months. Oh, I thought it was Tang. <laughs> no, no, it was not, but it looked like it. Can't bottle. You wouldn't want to bottle that stuff. No. no. So I'm good, guys. That was my low, and uh, that's my little no, I think we all made out show. all right. You know? We all made out. What was yeah. your high? Oh, boy. From this year? Because everybody had something unique, yeah. probably, in the way I would say, yeah, Sam and I made a trip down to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Skied out there. We did. That was Definitely a good time. Uh, finally hit the storm. Was a much about, needed escape. Yeah, got about three. For you. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. right after Scout and yep. whatnot. But yeah, hit the three-foot storm and skied some of the best the best snow yeah, we've ever had. Was, uh, we won't take you down the skiing rabbit hole. Tunnel, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's not yeah, your yeah. cup of tea. Well, yeah, we're not uh, too, uh, yeah, but, but not on this podcast. As far as, uh, yeah, as far as powder days goes, I was definitely up there. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was one thing specifically what I do think, I know everyone says that we will miss parts of what, what COVID, you know, the early stages of COVID. Right. Now, I was kind of different because I was like still working, was not working from home, obviously, and was, was gone a lot. But when you were home, we were just doing, you know, it was very simple. I missed my friends, you know, we tried to see them as much sure. as we could. Yeah. And it was, I think that first two weeks, though, I think there was, I don't know, it was a lot of, a lot of things I hadn't done in a while, a lot of reset. A lot of time at home. It was dead of winter. Yeah. So that got kind of depressing on some days. Did you read any uh, books? I did. I, I read a lot of books. Really? Um, yeah. I read the first 10 to 30 pages of at least five to seven books. And then you just put it back in yeah, the stack. Just and... didn't keep, yeah, I didn't keep going after that. Yeah. You, felt... you don't strike me as much of a reader. No, I try. I try, man. Here and, and there. I, yeah, yeah, I try. You know, I even have a Kindle. And I, I just, you know, I crank the, that font size up to 40 plus, yeah. you know, just Feel so it's real like good a about few words. Feels page. like you're making progress. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'm burning through pages right now. Yeah. This book is 5,800 pages though, <laughs> as it currently stands. It's like I'm East of Eden. 827. Oh. <laughs> Steinbeck yeah. book. Right. 
Yeah. So I try yeah. to read, but no, I have a, certainly read some it. kind of disability or something. Yeah. You know, I just get too, I, I just get exhausted. Yeah. You know, usually ready for bed. And if it's not at nighttime, I'm ready for nap. Yeah. It does yeah. make me kind of fall asleep. Did read. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll hit a good streak though. And I'll be reading, and I can just keep going. But those are few and far between. Yeah, it'll take me a good month. Those weeks to knock where you choose book. book over TV is always is always plus. You put that Harry Potter series down in front of me, though, I'll smash that. You're still I'll into just that? Cruise through it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I I would freaking just read that the rest of my life. Really? Yeah. Never, I want it read at my funeral. Never read Harry excerpt. Or, oh, I thought you, okay. Like It'd some be a long funeral. <laughs> some, I did read uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> some monologue by Emma Watson would would be my preference. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Hermione, I should say. But yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Not yeah. Dumbledore? Uh, yeah, I mean, his are admirable, too, but I think Hermione was the one that really impacted me emotionally as, as a young person. Did you fall into any big Netflix series? You know, obviously, no, we had, had The Netflix. Last Dance, which I think consumed yeah, sure. most of America. No, I've never... I've never... I watched a couple of The Tiger King and such, but I've never had Netflix, so I've never been able to just binge watch a show. Really? I don't have an account. Yeah. Wow. I only watch, you know, say I'm walking in the room and somebody else's, but I don't have any. I've never watched it by myself. Well, I don't have an account either, but I have your brother's login. Oh, sure. Well, you, you have know. a yeah. account, right? <laughs> Multiple logins. Yeah, I have my ex's aunts if I really needed to get in. Oh. But I think they would see that or something. Yeah. I don't really want to go down that hole. Yeah. yeah that first conversation with the ex about my just pay, Netflix. Yeah, might just pay the thirteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Is that oh. how much it is now? Yeah. Jeez. That's Do you remember ridiculous. when it was DVDs? I remember no, when my I remember. dad first got it yeah. and you would just add to the queue two at a time. Things were scratched to all hell. I mean, they never worked. <laughs> we bought our subscription. Oh, man. Those probably beat the shit, those CDs. That is just a terrible We bought our first idea. Netflix subscription at Blockbuster. Well, yeah. Wow. That's like buying a Big Mac at Burger King. <laughs> there, yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Blockbuster Netflix and Hollywood video. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix destroyed Blockbuster. I mean, that's just yeah. sad. I think there's know? one left. That, that's what everybody says, but nobody knows where it is. Is there one a here blockbuster? in Denver? No, not in De- no, not in Colorado. There's one in the nation. All right. Thank you for joining us for part one of the Front Range Fellas. Part two of our conversation covers VHS tapes and other millennial memories. Come vibe with us. That episode is separate. Go back to our main podcast page and you'll find it there. Again, VHS and millennial memories. Come check it out. And thank you for listening.